Welcome to the KVG After the Share Podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up, bitches? Yeah, here we go. Friday, made it. Yeah, be out this weekend shaking my pink orchid. Okay. Wow, this panda know about that, or is he involved with that? <laughs> but you better let, he might little, shake it himself. The little boy, no. Yeah. He's been sniffing around. He's trying he to is. shake it. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, and then he started feeling under the weather a little bit yesterday, so I was like, get away from me. Uh-oh. All right. So Virginia kept on saying all morning that pink tulip is another name for vagina. Pink tulip? Is that is that what it was? No, what, what, what was the the Wheel of Fortune thing? I just said it. Pink orchid. Pink, pink orchid. Sorry, I made a mistake. Have my fucking head back? No. Uh, yeah. Did you know that? Have you heard that before? A pink orchid? For vagina? No. Think I, about the orchid and what it looks yeah, I like. I can see it. Yeah. It looks like a vagina. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know that I've heard it, but I mean, you can say about anything. If you just... Kind of do that, huh? Know what I mean? Pink you know I mean? taco. I'm drinking a, a cup of pink lemonade, if you know what I mean. Like, all right. You're right. If you if you say, if you know what I mean, every, everything sounds Mixing, like you're talking about. Yeah. Gives it a, <laughs> mm, a dirty air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a couple little fun partes going on, I know, tonight. And uh, then you've got the Pro Bowl on Sunday. Looks like it's going to be a wet day, though. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of weather Orlando gets because it looks like a big. Huge line of storms coming through, bringing in a cold front for Monday. So. Brr, wet yeah. and cold. Yeah, Ooh. so that might, Orlando might be a mess. <laughs> that pink orchid. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like that thing. Yeah. Drier and hotter. No, we want it wetter. Who well, wants it warmer? I don't want it too wet. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a downpour. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not only is it the Pro Bowl weekend, but it's also apparently All-Star weekend for hockey. I don't know what I saw, but I uh, thought I saw the Panthers had a game tomorrow night against the Avalanche, but they do not. Thank you, Fred, for the correction. So I'll take that off the schedule. So no hockey at home. Heat our home Sunday against the Clippers, I think. Uh, let me see other stuff here that we got. Several emails came in. People seem to be enjoying the new version of headphone karaoke. Anamik said, I can't stop laughing. First off, Kevin, I don't know who hurt you, <laughs> but we are all here for you. So brave and so good. Secondly, Bird's face during his performance was the funniest shit I've seen in a while. One of my favorite moments. It will be in the memory bank for years to come. And... uh there you go. So Bird was uh, definitely not feeling it, and even uh, Virginia, apparently, that first note kind of threw everybody a little bit. It was sour. Yeah, it was. But very sour. it is on our Insta story right now. If you missed it, it you can see that you can mm-hmm. see the man, and you can hear the note. I, I had a very uh, good belly laugh during that. Plus, the the thing that made me laugh was how Kevin ended the song abruptly, and then just kind of looked at everybody. It was so confusing. You, you looked confused, ashamed, and <laughs> scared. Well, you don't know. You don't know really where it's going to hit, and so it just hit oh, you a weird knew. spot, and I wasn't ready, and I knew it, and I. 
felt it and I couldn't find my groove or the note. And then as I thought, like, you know what? Okay, now I'm going to turn on. It ended. And I was like, no, I needed my moment for redemption. I felt like I was kind of starting to get it on the back end. The front, oh, I just ruined it. You were short on time. Yeah. That might have been a good thing. Yeah. That was rough. It probably was a good thing. And uh, Michael has a point here. Yesterday, we were talking about the rising costs of delivery. We had people that were getting a hold of us and letting us know what the menu item cost at the store and then how much they pay by the time they had a delivery charge and a tip to the driver. And Michael said, you know, one thing to realize is the menu price on the app is also higher than if you were just to pick it up like driving yourself to Taco Bell, for instance, you get that for five bucks. That same Taco Bell taco is going to be six fifty on the app. So they actually jack the price up what? on the menu yes. item before you even start. I is have, that real? Yes, I've noticed. It depends on your your menus, and, but sometimes they'll you'll you'll look at a burger or something you normally know the price of, and you go, "Wow, it is not eight dollars normally." I had no idea. There was one place oh, that, they were trying to sell a sub, like a regular sub. It was it was. It, at a, I forget. It was like at a Jersey Mike's or one of those type of for eighteen dollars. It's it, go fuck yourself. Get out of eighteen dollars for a yeah. sub. Fuck yeah. yourself with that sub. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoa, Crazy. the nerve. Yeah. That is insane. I never even thought about that. Yeah, it, it just blew my mind. It, ha- it happens with the items that the uh, when you do the Instacart as well. I figured the menu was the menu. The prices right. are the prices. Yeah. But wow, Anna said it's usually a buck twenty five to two fifty more per item. Anna's not lying. Wow, and, and, and Instacart does it too, man. You'll 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 buy razors for seven bucks, and you'll on Instacart they'll be selling them for ten ninety nine. Damn. Oh yeah, they get yeah. Hmm. Also, we had received an email from this upset mom. Her 16-year-old son got a massage from his friend's mom, who's in massage therapist school, and she needs to work on people. The mom was upset that she wasn't asked ahead of time. She doesn't like that there was a grown woman that was massaging her son and just thought that there were too many boundaries that could be breached and she didn't know what was going on and just didn't like it. And honestly, it might have been too that maybe she has previous feelings about this woman as well. True. Because sometimes your mom radar Mm -hmm. can give you a little like the hair stand up on the back of your neck when you meet somebody and you're like, this person is dangerous for my kid. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, some of the comments that we got text to us during that segment that we didn't get to, one text said, I'm a little put off. If you stop condemning the profession as sexual and know how difficult the license studies are, you would understand better. She went wrong by not getting permission from the mom. Training includes desexualizing the treatment by inflicting more pain if there is a normal bodily reaction to touch. But the problem is the kid was 16, though. Mm -hmm. Another text said, so what happens when this woman continues preying on young people? Because... My comment was, I would say something to my son. I would not go to the woman and cause any kind of stink. I'd just say, I just don't, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm, I'm not there to supervise. Let's, let's not do that. You know. I'm about keeping my own house in order. Yeah. I can't clean everybody else's house. And uh, honestly, you know, again, I, I just don't think people should, I mean, I don't have kids that I know that you... Uh-huh. I you shouldn't be fucking practicing. I'm, look, I'm, until my son's 18, I'm responsible for him. You know, I would take him to stretch zone and he would be on the table right next to me in one big open room. And I saw everything that was going on. 
And yeah, he had guys and girls that were stretching him and had their hands on him. I understand that. I had no problem, but I was there to supervise and see what was going on. He's when he's not eight until he gets to be eighteen. I just want to be there to supervise. The other thing too is. Not everything is sexual and has these, you know, terrible. She might not be a monster. Some people no. are just socially ignorant on shit yeah, sometimes. Just, and they look, have the worst judgment in doing shit. And I would almost be <laughs> so sure that nothing bad was going on. And 98% of the time, you're absolutely correct. In, in the case where my mom got mad and I was a little bit older, I can't remember exactly how old I was. I might have just been 18. And I think I was still in high school. And my buddies mom was was trying to become the same pretty much kind of a thing and i know for a fact it it wasn't sexual she didn't want to bang me she was really trying to get hours and she had nobody she was having a tough time finding people to work on Mm -hmm. yeah my mom lost her mind though because she thought it was inappropriate inappropriate yes Mm -hmm. I think we have to respect what a mom thinks because your mom's job is to protect you. And if mama ain't comfortable, she's just doing her job. Yeah. Brady had said, um, no, LOL. She's a pedo. Every guy knows the struggle of being a teenage boy and getting hard for no reason at all. But on top of that, a woman massaging you. Are you kidding me? She knows how hypersexual most teenage boys are. If a grown man gave my 16-year-old daughter a massage, there would be problems involving the police and no promises of nonviolence. Women don't get a pass. There's no difference for the exception. Yeah, look, there, 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 I've, I was seeing the comments, too. There were some massage therapists saying, look, people think it's sexual. It's not sexual. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Just like that email it said. This one text we got said, yeah, massage therapist here. This mom would have already failed. The client is underage and should have had a parental consent. So yeah. she did not handle it right. And I, I am sure, look, that massage therapists have a lot of guidelines and they are trying to desexualize the industry because I get it. Massages are amazing and are a fantastic thing. But there are rules and guidelines that as a professional, you have to abide by. And that seems like a very sensible rule that nobody under the age of 18 gets a massage without proper parental consent. So I just I get it. that probably is a guideline. That probably is. And so like her own occupation would tell her don't do that mm-hmm. yeah she fucked up she's 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 clearly in the wrong we were talking about denny's deodorant that he's wearing it smells like sugar cookies even with pit <laughs> stains it smells delicious <laughs> i found out it was the native line and ashley said the native line is at target and they have a whole collection right now that smells like the different girl scout cookies shampoo body wash lotion and deodorant smells delicious if you are a grown man that would like to smell like a girl scout <laughs> I have all kinds of people in my personal life sending me pictures of them holding this native brand. I guess we're late to the party. Maybe. I got uh, a text that came in from the 954. It says, I tried that sugar cookie deodorant. Made my underarms itch for days. Do not recommend. Well, that is a thing. Yes. There are certain deodorants I cannot wear. I'm allergic to them. Mm. Anything that's the gel kind of sticky stuff, I have to do powder. Uh, When I was younger, I would get terrible rashes. and It was awful. Yeah, sensitivity's a thing. And it might just be because your 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 chemistry with what I'm sure whatever they're putting in there is terrible for you. Oh, dead by Easter. Oh, it's it's all powder keg. We'll <laughs> <see you now. laughs> I got an email here from 
someone anonymous. They said you were talking about the Publix and the subs and maybe the quality dipping a bit. She said, for the record, Publix corporate has changed so much in the last year. The managers are given a set number of hours to complete the job, and the hours given to complete the job are never enough. And by the time Friday comes, every department is short of employees because if you stay late during the week, you have to go home early to take off the overtime. This is the reason you're not getting the premier service Publix was built on. Now let's jump over to the deli substation. I have seen the lettuce brown and the tomatoes come pre-sliced and don't seem to be as good as they used to be. Now the biggest change is the Publix brand submeat. It comes pre-sliced and it tastes terrible. In my opinion, it is not Publix quality. Always order Boar's Head cold cuts. They are still sliced at store level. You're right, seeing pub subs are not where they used to be, and the Publix customer service is not the same either. Write a letter to Publix corporate. I don't know if it would help, but you never know. People just don't want to work these days. Everybody wants to get paid top dollar for a poor work ethic. I, uh, I, that's a good email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do hear that. Um, I, I, so many people are struggling with the work ethic issues that you talk about. And I do, I do sympathize with a lot of these businesses because they do have a standard. They want to maintain quality and... I've heard countless stories of people saying we are really struggling to find anybody quality to hire, and it's affecting overall our business. Keep in mind, I mean, honestly, if you have a good business, there's a lot of people that you got to thank and prop up because they're making your business great. If you don't have the quality people that are there, then sorry, it's going to affect your business. Uh, Listen, this email, somebody wants a little advice. He said, I'm an assistant director at a fine art studio, and I've recently learned that two of my employees are coming to work before I do. They're turning the alarm off, they're clocking in, they're turning their alarm back on, and then they're leaving. So what is happening is one of them has clocked in, and on the card, it shows that they've worked two and a half hours before they even show up. Wow, that's stealing. The other did 45 minutes. That's like fireable offense right there. Yes. Like, I mean, that, we... that is stealing. That You're taking money for free. You are stealing from them. They want to know if they need to involve the owner or do I handle it on my own? Do I correct their hours and make them work the hours they thought they got? No. You, you, you them pull them into a meeting, meeting and you say, hey, busted what are you doing? What are we going to do from here? Do you want me to go tell the owners what you've been up to, or are you going to stop this immediately? I, I and d- then you still have to tell the owners, probably. But when you meet when you meet with them, do you go immediately to the owners, or do you just let them know? Because I, I do think she's right. you got to correct the hours and say, sorry, that's coming off. Yeah. How I would handle it, I would sit them, I'd call them in the meeting, I would let them know their charges, and I would also... Uh, probably go ahead and let the owner know because you have to cover your ass as well. You you can't show you're not telling the owner a major problem is happening. That's how you get fired. I don't think the owner, I don't think I would want those people working for the company. No, they're gone. They're they're fucking Mm -hmm. fired. (laughs) Yeah. Now, one comment in the chat room said, just change the time card and let them keep wasting their time. And they wanted to know that if I should just change. And then when they wonder why they weren't paid the 40 hours, them come back to me. But I I don't think that's the proper way. I I think if you're managing anybody, look, being direct, forward, upfront, honest, letting everybody know it needs to know 
you start to dabble with problems and then you're doing something that's not completely on the up and up. Just be forward with them. Be like, I, I know what you did. You can't do it. Everything's digital. Like, everything, there's a trace on everything now. Amen. And if you're going to mm-hmm. try to fucking cover up for two people who are stealing, mm-hmm. nah. They're not worth it. Right. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Some other emails that we got here. If you are looking for some quality food. Angie said, my husband and I have been doing the keto, but every once in a while we find something that just looks awesome. And these cheese puffs are so good. It'll be about two pounds heavier, or I'll be about two pounds heavier, but it's okay because you only live once. And sometimes you just got to have good junk food. My kids and I listen every day to school. Well, I do. They're on their phones constantly. But it is called the Cheese Curls Jalapeno Popper, naturally and artificially flavored cheese curls. Are those from Racetrack? Yeah, they're the Racetrack yeah. brand. Yeah, that got kind of cut off at the top of the Racetrack brand. I know brand. the brand. I've seen it. And it's actually a very solid brand of no-name chip. Just oh, not, really? not okay. my kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't do that jalapeno shit. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with the racetrack snacks. I'm always up in there. I got that. Yeah. Bat, I got that bat, that bitch ass tongue. Yeah, the people that don't like those jalapeno poppers, the same kind of guy that's going to cry to Billy Joel song. <laughs> I'm a pussy. I mean, you are just stacking up bitch on bitch segments today. What can I say? I'm a little bitch. <laughs> Something else to rave about. Jose said, "This might be the best concert lineup I have ever seen. It is May 4th." In Las Vegas, Nevada. It is called Lovers and Friends is the name of it. Let me just start uh, naming off who is going to be at this concert. I've heard of this show before. They've done this before, I think. You've got Usher, Snoop Dogg, Alicia Keys, Mary J. Blige, Ja Rule, Ashanti, T-Pain, Janet Jackson, Lil Wayne, Nas, Ludacris, Nelly, Akon, Neo, Timbaland, Backstreet Boys, Gwen Stefani, Nelly Furtado, Ciara, TLC, MIA, Brandy Monica, Eve, Kelly Rowland, Craig David, Sean Paul, Jodeci, Jason Derulo, Robin Thicke, 98 Degrees. I mean, what is this thing, a week Rick, long? Rick Ross, Fat Joe, Mace, E-40, SWV, Escape. I mean, what the? I've Kalees. heard of this show. That's it, unbelievable. What kind of budget do they have for Terry talent? Wilson, Lupe Fiasco. Cameron, Too Short, Twista. I mean, what the heck, man? You got to get Monica and Brandy together to sing The Boy Is Mine. Oh, no doubt. You have to. That that has to happen. How much is a ticket? I don't know anything about this. This is the first I've heard of this show. That's unbelievable. I mean, you're talking 35 to 40 artists that are solid. Even a, a Lumity that has one hit, you know? That's crazy. It's in Las Vegas. People are asking again. That's on May fourth. There, honestly, Las Vegas. The thing that's becoming amazing about them is it is becoming the concert mecca with so many people doing those residencies. Like right now, we actually were looking to go to the Killers. They're going to be playing Hot Fuss. My son, my older son, Colin. Uh, he grew up listening to me, listening to the Killers, and so he's a big Killers fan. And we were going to go watch that. It's all sold out. Lovers and Friends is sold out. Twenty twenty four tickets are sold out. You can sign up for the wait list. I mean, that's it, crazy. If, if you can't sell that show out, then what the fuck's going on? And that's the most general admission started 
at $325 a ticket. And that's the worst seat in the house. That's the worst seat in the house. <laughs> wow. Then you've got most tickets going for $595. VIP starts at $695, which is not that bad how long for is, VIP. How long does it go for? Is it is it all is it a weekend? A month. Yeah, is it a week? Think you need to. And you know, if if that's the case, do you just do Three or four songs. It as says they one day, Saturday, May fourth. So yeah, you'd have to do. It would t- have to be yeah, like Lumity, You get your three minutes. And is there one stage? Oh, this is well, crazy. the thing that's amazing about with with Vegas, and I think what's working for them, they've got so many hotel rooms. You know, in these casinos, they could comp the rooms. So you, that's a big expenditure. Whatever you're doing a concert, I know, just seeing some of the. Things that you have to do. You got transportation. You got hotel. That's a, that right there is a huge nut. Even before you pay for what it costs to get them on the stage and do a performance. So when you're Vegas, they probably have airline comp. They probably have the, the hotel is comp food they'd be able to do. So that cuts a lot of that out. So I, I guess it does kind of make sense. I like this comment from jo- Josie C in the chat room. Maybe if y'all stopped focusing on Taylor – and report on other shit, you would know about it. What? <laughs> if we would stop reporting on Taylor Swift, we'd know about this concert. I, I've heard of this concert. I knew about this concert. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> we can report on everything. Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you're like on a music radio station? Talk about everything? I, I think Josie said, we talk so much about Taylor Swift. Mm. If we didn't talk so much about Taylor Swift, we'd know other shit. I think is I think that's the diss. Burn. Oh, burn. Burn. You, you got me. Sizzle. <laughs> Still, I repeat. Shut the fuck up. Both of you. Y'all got me in stitches. <laughs> if you thought that uh, No Doubt was going to be touring after Coachella, don't get excited because they're apparently not. It's a one-off. And I saw that uh, Coachella has their worst ticket sales they've had in 10 years. Really? Yeah. It's not selling well. I don't know if it's the lineup or what's going on. Or yeah, what's their lineup? Or people are just sick of driving into the desert or whatever the hell's going on. Some things run its course, mm-hmm. too. That happens, you know? Maybe. Lovers and Friends is new, relatively. It's not right. the first year, but mm-hmm. Coachella is old. Yeah. I didn't know about it. I'm over here fucking talking <laughs> about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see that uh, Universal Music did pull their artists from TikTok yesterday? I, I didn't, but is 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 the world still going around? It, that well, that's what I want to know. I, I I wasn't really on TikTok yesterday, so uh, the only thing I was doing was posting up. Uh, the guy who stands on Southern with the eat ass coat on. That's the only thing I saw yesterday. Eat ass. This, Yeah, apparently this dude, everybody knows this guy. It's kind of crazy. This is his thing. You know how you always have somebody that stands in traffic? Yes. And you kind of see them? Caitlin, she was uh, going to work yesterday, and she was going over Southern in West Palm Beach. And there's this guy, and it, is, it says, I eat ass, yo como culo. So he says it in English and Spanish, I eat ass, and he just stands there. And I was reading some of the comments from the video that was posted up there, and people are like, oh, I see him all the time. He's always there, and he has all different colors. And they said, yeah, I saw him. He, he drives like a Cadillac, and for whatever reason, he goes and parks it 
right on the other side of the bridge. And he goes up on the bridge and just stands in traffic in his I eat ass shirt. So people are going, yeah, I got my kids in the car. Like, what is he doing out there with that? Look, the guy, is he panhandling? I don't know what he, you know, he's just standing there. I'm I like, the, what a weird, what is his flex? Does he sell I eat ass shirts? I think the guy just loves eating ass. Does he want everybody to just know he eats ass? Is he looking for someone's ass to eat? I mean, I love pizza. I'm eating a. I'm, I'm, yeah, it I'm, was I'm, amazing. I'm like, oh jacket. yeah, I see that guy all the time. I guess he just stands there right on the overpass of 95 on Southern, wearing his "I eat ass" shirt, which you can see right now on YouTube. Well, I had to break it to parents, but good luck trying to stop. Anything on the side of I-95. You, unfortunately, your kids are going to see some fucked up shit on the side of the road. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. People say, yeah, he just uh, stands there and waves at people going by all day long. Huh. I mean, he's got a good promotional team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty solid. It's just like, what is this guy doing? But apparently that's his thing. This could be interesting as well. There is a new app called Intro. It's kind of like Cameo, where you can get celebrities and athletes to leave a personalized message. But this is going to be just for musicians. And instead of getting a pre-recorded video from the artist, you actually have a live conversation with them. Oh. Could you imagine if like Billy Joel dropped on Intro Bird? How much would you pay to have a live conversation? Let's say they put a five-minute time limit on it and he he legit wants to talk to me and he's into it yeah he's he's making he's trying to be a good sport with it you know because he's getting paid for it whatever he's how much would you pay for that experience five minutes a live chat with billy joel just you two i I, i'd pay a couple hundred bucks for that uh i I, i'm i'm weird when it comes to celebrities i almost kind of don't want to meet because sometimes it ruins yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the yes, yeah. and I think sometimes that you know, especially if I if, if I'm paying somebody, and I know they don't really want to talk to me. She's a hooker. You're a John. Exactly. That's pretty much it. That's why I, I never you like want it real. I never baby. like going to strip clubs because you're paying people to say how awesome you are. Yeah, and like Virginia, I like to keep it real. Keep it real. He's in a mood. Uh, yeah, but I I don't know if that would really tickle my fancy unless mm. it was one of those things that. I really felt like you wanted to really talk to me. Then I'd, 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 I'd pay. The money only for it. way it would be cool is if you got somehow Billy jazzed about it too. Yes, and he was actually like looking forward to well, it. When Wayne Dyer, the guy that mm. uh, he was a spiritual uh, guru, yeah, a motivational speaker. I really loved his work. They reached out to me. He reached out to me because he found out I donated my kidney to Bigfoot, whose birthday is today, who I fucking forgot to say happy birthday on the regular the show. Fuck? Happy birthday, Bigfoot. Damn. I already texted him. Bad friend. I know. I'll give you my other kidney. <laughs> Tell him he made the afterthought. I mean, the after show. The oh! afterthought. Exactly. <laughs> After the Thought Podcast. Yes. But they reached out to me. They heard the story. And Wayne Dyer wanted to talk to me. So I felt comfortable doing that. I'm like, all right, this is And cool. that was a really great interview. Yes. Because he wanted to be there. Mm. Billy don't want to you don't want to fucking... Don't give up the dream. What if someday Billy does want to talk to you? Then would you do it? Well, yeah, of course. That would be awesome. I'm not giving up that dream. Do you have anybody that you would pay money to where you would really be jacked to talk to for five minutes? Um, No, I don't have anybody I, yeah. like that. I'm with you. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd pay, honestly, 
two fifty to talk to Chewy, my old dog. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, those kind of things. Yeah, people that I already had a connection with. Yeah, it it is kind of challenging. I just found that when you really want to connect with somebody genuinely, it, it takes the right environment, and it's very tough. Because anything that's kind of fleeting, you're not comfortable, whatever, you're just not in your right element. Well, the social anxiety is a real thing. And, and yeah. some people are a, able to mask it pretty good. But a lot of people go through it and they just are – they act weird in certain situations. And sometimes they can't help that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't understand that because they don't have social anxiety or yeah. they don't go through that. So sometimes people can act weird and they don't mean to act weird. The best interactions I've ever had with celebrities is when I was in a room with them and we were just chilling and it was relaxed. Anytime that we're in an interview situation or it's you're on go, it's just, you know, you're on you're on stage. It's not there's nothing real about it. So when I look at my favorite interactions with any kind of celebrity, it's always been we're in a room just kind of chilling out, having a casual conversation. Sting was pretty awesome. Yeah. Because he had us, he he had us come sit in this like living room in his trailer Mm -hmm. and we all sat crisscross applesauce in a little circle and just talked. Yeah. Do you know, by the way, do you know how hard of an interview that is to get Sting. Oh, it's amazing. That, that's that's such a big time yeah. fucking interview. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. We <laughs> were so excited to be in it. I don't know if he really gives a lot of interviews, period. No, because I think for him, a lot of people don't like that vibe. They don't like the manufactured, forced environment. They want something chill. And you're sitting with your legs, the crisscross applesauce crossed and on the floor. And just, it was more of kind of like a yoga meditation conversation. And it was, and he a, was happy he, to be there. He created a good environment. And yes. that's what it's all about. Bare naked ladies were cool. They, they were they very were, cool. We, we played million dollars with them in their trailer. And it was just two of the guys. Mm. This guy wasn't there. Uh, but the guy that sings like this, mm. Ed was there. Ed was there. And, Ed and was one, awesome. And one of the guitar players. They were really cool and laid back. We were nervous because we were mm. singing with them. They they have done that a billion times with radio DJs. Yeah. But they were... they they. Whether they wanted to do it or not, they were pros, mm-hmm. and they made it seem like it was effortless, and they were cool. Yeah. And yeah. That, to, to me, that's what it's about. Right. Andy Grammer was fantastic. Watching him hang out with the sick kids at the Stars Ball mm. quite a few years back now was one of the most meaningful moments I've ever had with a celebrity because he was so genuinely happy to be mixing and mingling with these kids that were fighting all kinds of illnesses. And he could have done mm. his set and jetted because he was finished. We told him, we got your car. We can take you wherever. He goes, no, I want to stay. I want to hang out. And he just hung out the whole rest of the night and was like talking to the kids Asking them about themselves, taking pictures, meeting their parents. Like, he did not have to do that. And that was a beautiful celebrity encounter. Yeah. And a lot of times they set the tone, the celebrity. Because you're right, though. I mean, we, we I don't think we ever loved doing comedian interviews. It, no. it was always kind of a an awkward thing because you first of all if a comedian comes in and they start doing their act that's uncomfortable for the radio people because you don't know you're trying to have a conversation with them and then if a a person comes in there and they want to talk and the radio people are doing their act then they're kind of put off so it's it's kind of a weird uh situation to be put in 
Mm-hmm. Bob Saget was cool. Bob Saget was super cool. Jason Mraz, way back in the day, I went down to the Jackie Gleason Theater in South Beach and was lucky enough to be in an intimate meet and greet. But he spaced everybody out. It was like a big room. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was kind of like in their own little pod area. Mm-hmm. And he went from pod to pod. When he got to my pod... I was there with my stupid ex-husband, so oh. it kind of was like oh, contentious. Jason Mraz sat down and wrote a song for Magnolia. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. He sat there mm-hmm. and wrote a song for Magnolia and mm-hmm. handed it to us. It's a good experience. And then me and my ex proceeded to go back into the hotel and get into an epic fight. Fun. Why was he like, you're trying to bang Jason Mraz? I don't even know. I can't remember what the fight was about. <laughs> okay. Well, that was kind of, I don't know... I, I guess it was a good story. I was uplifted story, for a lot of it. But then it got mm-hmm. real fucking sad. And, and yeah, like a lot of her stories, yeah, you ended kind of depressed. <laughs> and left down Depression mm-hmm. Boulevard. I'm keeping it real. Mm-hmm. You are real depressing. <laughs> <laughs> But Jason Mraz was amazing. I love how she's telling like this good, great story about Jason. Fucking ex-husband. We got an epic fight. Epic. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Love Jason Mraz's music. (laughs) Now every time I hear Jason Mraz, I think about my fucking (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband. I don't know if you know how uh, Spotify has scannable codes that will link right directly to a particular song. It's kind of a cool concept. So if you wanted to hear a song like the new Billy Joel song that we listened to today, it would have its own code and you could scan it and then it would pull right up and play on Spotify on your phone. That's what everything seems to be doing. I feel like. Yeah. It's kind of a cool concept, right? Yeah. I think that's how people are paying for shit. Now, anytime I go to any of these toy shows Mm -hmm. or that they they, you you pay through your your phones, fuck each other and then they you you pay them. Mm -hmm. So do you like this concept? If you think about the scannable code for a particular song, think of one song that has such deep meaning for you and it has a scannable code. Would you get that tattooed on your body? So that if you wanted someone to hear the song that has the most meaning in your life, they could scan wherever your tattoo is on your body and play it on their phone. I mean, it would, it's not something that originally would come to my head and I'm, I'm not like all ginned up about it, but if you talked me into it and said, yeah, Bird, get Summer Highland Falls, your favorite Billy Joel song. You, you and if get- you were telling somebody about it, be like, you know what, here, you don't have to even look for it. You scan my arm. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's a great tat. That's that's that's, that's a cool that, idea. That's super cool. For, for a peacocker. Oh, my panda has all kind of tats, including ones for uh, Depeche Mode. He would totally get the barcode. Before everybody runs out and does this this weekend, apparently there are a few drawbacks. For one, apparently the codes may not work after the ink and skin have aged. And there's also the possibility that Spotify shifts away from supporting the codes at some point. <laughs> I hate the idea. I'm not doing it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> good idea, bad idea. Okay. I, I think there's better out there. You sold me and then Look, I lost me. It's a cool bar trick if you've got that on your arm and you go up to people and you're just like, you know, trying to think of a unique way to rap to a girl. I, I can yeah. see the yeah. right kind of person yeah. with the right kind of shtick. It working. I don't think it's for everybody. Okay. I, I think it's more of the nope for most people. Right. But you could talk me into doing some dumb shit like that. Okay. I mean, just two whiskeys and he's in. Two? Uh-huh. <laughs> just tell me you got whiskey on the way. I'm like, all right, cowboy, let's go to the fucking tat place. 
Oh, all Kevin would have to say is, Bird, I'm doing it. I'm getting inked up. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker. I, I would drop whatever I'm doing, including a family funeral. Including if, wanted, if he's holding Daddy's baby. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm saying it would be... If you if you if you go bird, I want to get inked and let's do it together. I'd draw, but I I would buy it first of all and would fucking rock it. We'd do it, and then we would get hammered like old time sailors. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just come rolling in there. Yeah. Like just, pirates. Just fucking. Yeah. Just swearing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll smoke a pack of cigarettes too. Uh-huh. We both hate cigarettes. <laughs> what the hell? Do we have to smoke? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Like, Bird, please, I don't want to Come do on, this. no. It sounded great up until that. My daughter, Caitlin, is in the chat. She said, that'd make a good neck tat. Uh-oh. Right. Oh, Uh-oh. good Lord. All right, now I've done it. <laughs> He's giving her an idea. Now I've done it. Good I think job, she, Dad. I think she could pull it off. Yeah, good job, Dad. <laughs> all right, well, y'all have an amazing weekend. Go and vote for the KVJ Draft for the best cartoon characters right now on Instagram and Facebook. We got the results 735 Monday morning. We'll see you back here then.